Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. What is your backup plan? <laughs> Over 50% of all collisions involving pedestrians happen in parking lots. Many, many teen drivers say, I got my driver's license, but I still can't park. We have some tremendous resources for teen parkers today. But again, I say, what is your backup plan? And what are the eight parking basics every driver should know? Parking predicaments. What provokes you in a parking lot? (laughs) The plight of the parking pickup in a pickle, perhaps. You need answers. Well, today on the Christian Car Guy Show, we have... The professor of parking himself, the superhero of parking. I know you're thinking that may be Peter Parker, but no. (laughs) We have Casey Jones, and Casey is really, he really is a professor of parking, a certified administrator of public parking, former chairman of the Institute International, excuse me, former chairman of the International Parking Institute, Casey's vice president of the Institutional Services and Standard Parking Corporation, and Casey has an expensive expansive career with parking. He served as the director of transportation and parking for parking <laughs> for Boise State University, the University of Colorado, and Casey has served as a general manager of Smart Park, an award-winning off-street parking system. So you can see he is the professor of parking. Welcome, Casey. Well, good morning. It's nice to be here today. This is such a it's a it's a big issue. And I know a lot of our listeners really struggle really struggle, I, and sometimes I struggle with how people park and what is parking etiquette, but also there's some really neat technology, some neat tips, and this manual that you guys have provided for teen drivers is out of this world cool. You know, uh, teen drivers are such an impressionable group, so important for us moving forward, that we thought this guide, helping teens uh, be better parkers, uh, would really be important, and and the lessons they learn through uh, the guide they could take into a lifetime of driving and parking. Right, and it's absolutely free, by the way. We'll point that out. And it's at christiancarguy.com, as well as lots of other resources in a, a very neat video that we'll talk about a little bit later, but also to help us understand your car's final parking place. We have, <laughs> we have our very own Christian junkyard guy, Bob. From 109 U Pullet, Bob, this parking thing, it's a frustrating issue sometimes, isn't it? We park a lot of cars for their very last time, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I was really excited when you told me about the parking issue this morning. And because uh, through the years, we've had a lot of parking issues at the yard. Uh, before we had our nice paved parking lot with the spaces lined up, you know, we would have people park in the wrong place. And I actually crushed a customer's car that uh, parked oh. in the wrong spot. So. Uh, yeah. Not, oh, yeah, you got to be careful. Not too yeah. good. Not too good. But uh, oh. Uh, oh, we that's got a little clarity. Yeah. He got a little clarity about where to park. And it was a complete accident, but uh, we just had several incidents. But now with the nice paved parking lot and the lines, we have a lot better luck. 
And I assure you now, everyone listening today will be much more careful when they park in any um, junkyard parking lot because you know you just don't know where. <laughs> but what is today, all you listeners out there? What is your parking pet peeve? What drives you crazy in the parking lot? We're going to see if we can help you out today. Perhaps what made you so mad you had to leave a note? Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. We're talking parking predicaments today. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. And then coming up at the end of the show, in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. Fortunately, God has provided us with a parking manual, and He's given us extremely clear parking instructions. I'm talking literally the ultimate backup plan. <laughs> and I'll share that one coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the Real Black Book. I'm Robbie Dilmore, the Christian car guy, 35 years in the retail automobile business, but more importantly, your brother in Christ. And the Christian Car Guy show, we hope, is changing the way people look at cars, not going into the slavery of debt, and learn how to take better care of their cars. But also, we do talk quite often about driver safety. And one of the places that obviously it's critical is in parking lots, Bob, if 50% of the people getting struck, it happens in parking lots, that's, that's a significant issue. That is a real significant number and everything. And uh, so many people just, um, you know, we get in a hurry, especially at Christmas time when the, the mall's all crowded and everything. And uh, we just rush, rush, rush. And uh, sometimes safety is not the first issue on our mind. So we are talking today about parking lot safety, and this is a live show, so we got lines open. We'd love to take your call about your parking pet peeve, 866-348-7884 is the number to call in. Join the conversation, maybe just have a parking question for our expert today, 866-348-7884. And as always, all this good stuff is at christiancarguy.com at there at the website, christiancarguy.com. We have the free download of how to the must read for manual for teens, how to park. It's free. You just go down there and download it. It's Christian Car ChristianCarGuy.com and very cool. I got to tell you, we have the I Worked in a Parking Lot song that, right, Bob, they've got to see this. Well, you're going to hear a little bit of it at the, at the breaks. We'll talk about that a little bit. And then last week I talked about my mother's trip to Illinois. If you wanted to see that story in writing, it's all there as well as Jesus Labor Love, free car repair labor for single moms and widows across the country. It's all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. Now, Casey, I'm thinking this backup situation is huge. We can start off right with that. What, what should people really be careful with? Because how, what do you think is causing so many pedestrians to be hit? Well, you're absolutely right. You know, these uh, parking lots, uh, if, you, if you don't think about what you're doing, they can be places where bad things happen. And so uh, I think Bob made a good point in that you know, people have their minds on something else. They're, they're shopping. They're in a hurry. Uh, they're just not thinking about it. they got to get their head in that game so they can be safe and they can take care of the people around them. So just taking your time and focusing on what you're doing, and this is especially important for young drivers, uh, top of list. Yeah, you put that in the manual real clearly that this is not the time for distracted driving. You think the parking lot, you're only going two miles an hour, three miles an hour, that you can't hurt anybody. But I spent two years of my life in a wheelchair, 
um, after I was crushed between two cars, not in a parking lot, but at a Jeep Jamboree by a car that was probably not going five miles an hour. But because I happened to be between the two bumpers, Bob, those cars are heavy. I know why you get so much money for them. Because <laughs> when they strike you, they can do a lot of damage. There are fatalities at parking lot speeds, aren't there, Casey? Oh, absolutely. You know, and it's uh, YouTube today and, and online video, you can see storefront crashes. Um, there are many of those, uh, and it's because of uh, malfunctions with the vehicle maybe or uh, mostly uh, inattentive driving and, and, and bad habits. And that's really what this manual is all about. We, we want to impress upon uh, young drivers how they can be safe and keep the people around them safe. Parking really matters. It's the first and last experience that you have in whatever destination you're, you're going to. Um, so getting that part right, being safe in parking lots, uh, obeying parking signs, being aware around you, not being distracted are all keys to um, having a good beginning of your uh, experience and the end of your experience. I think a lot of times people have been driving down the road and they were thinking about a call they needed to make or they come out of the shopping center or the mall and they get to their car and, and they crank up the car, well, I'm just in the parking lot, and they might think to, they think that it's okay to do that last text or, or be distracted by their phone or <clears throat> or not turn their head back when they're going to back up. And, exactly. It's and just, next thing you know. I mean, oh, we got Ronnie. Of, uh, Bob, we got Ronnie in Moxville, North Carolina. He's got a story for us. We better get him on. We want to hear yours. 866-348-7884. Ronnie, what you got for us? Uh, I'm a truck driver, and uh, a couple of my pet peeves are when people uh, get in a parking lot, they want to go from one store to the next, and they go crossways across it. Uh right through the parking spaces and they're running about 40 or 50 miles an hour. And if a little kid would come out or something, or an older person or anybody, they would kill them. I mean, they, they go they go across the parking lot the wrong way, right through the space uh, to go to another store. A lot of times they don't even have their lights on. Uh, a lot of people I see in the well, Ronnie, I know you you got two for us. We got to go to a break. We got to hear number two. And I know Casey's got a word for us on number one there about people that no. do not go with the flow. Thank you for calling in, Ronnie. We're going to get more to you. We got to get more calls. 866-348-7884. We're going to figure out this parking predicament stuff. And so much coming at you. Oh, you're going to love the music coming back. I was I work in a parking lot. I have the whole video <laughs> at ChristianCarGuy.com. You definitely got to check out these guys. There's a guy, Bob, and he's playing with these little matchbox cars making that percussion noise, and the guy on the cello is out of this world good. It's hard to believe he's that good on that cello to make that music like that, but uh, I was amazed when Robbie showed it to me a little bit ago. <laughs> really good stuff. Maybe the lady thought that she was supposed to park right on top of that line. You know, like uh, the She line parked is, right in the middle and left yeah. plenty of room for her neighbor. I, I just thought that that was so good. 
I, I, I had to post it there. Um, and when we left, actually, we, you're listening to the Christian Car Guys show with Robbie Dillmore today. We've got a wonderful, wonderful professor of parking with us, Casey Jones, and our good friend Bob, our Christian junkyard guy from 109 U Pullet. We're talking about parking predicaments and what it might be your parking pet peeve. What made you so mad you might have left a note? And we're taking calls at 866 348 Seven eight eight four eight six six three four truth but when we left, we had a wonderful call out of Moxville, and the gentleman was talking about people cruising across the parking lot, making paying no attention to the lines that are drawn, going right through the middle of the lot. What would you say to that, Casey? Well, he's right. That's a serious issue, and it's especially important when you have one-way um, traffic flow because we're looking the other direction. There are parking lots that are are built, designed for two-way travel and some for one-way travel. And you really need to pay attention to, uh, be be aware of and pay attention to the the, uh, intended direction of travel and and go that way. Um, When you're cutting across the parking lot, uh, the sight lines uh, are really, could be really limited depending on how many cars there are in a parking lot. So um, it's really the safest thing to do. Uh, the, the most courteous thing to do uh, to get in the right drive lanes and proceed in the intended uh, direction of travel and not not cut across. You're not really saving much time uh, at all, and you're putting yourself and your your fellow drivers at risk. Yeah, and I love this this manual that I can't believe it's absolutely free because it's so chocked full of stuff and it's so professionally done. But it's got some really, really neat tips like one of the things, well, in those eight basics, one of them is to remember where you parked, but it gave the idea of using your phone to, to mark the spot, so to speak. I do that myself. You know, I, I travel around the country quite a bit. I might be uh, in an unfamiliar place. And, you know, there's a whole lot of stress involved with um, finding a parking space to begin with and then remembering uh, after two or three hours of shopping or meetings or going to a restaurant where you, you parked. And if we can eliminate that stress by, by things like that or by the use of technology, then we're making that experience so much better and we're better drivers when we get behind the wheel, that we're not all stressed out and uh, panicking. And when, when you're panicked like that and stressed, you make bad decisions and then accidents can be the result can be quite stressful looking for your car for an hour or two. I must confess that uh, at Daytona one year, we uh, parked at one of the parking rides that's on the outskirts of town, and uh, you park out there in a big field, and then you uh, ride the bus to the racetrack. And we got back out there one night and um, just had made you know got confused about where i parked and looked and looked and looked and, and if uh, you just had your phone what an what an awesome idea take your your phone snap the quick picture and you could have saved yourself hours i did the same thing i went to the i won some tickets to the super bowl in phoenix <laughs> and i parked miles away uh, down a residential street and i f- forgot which street well all the streets in phoenix arizona look the same so my son and i we walked the streets of phoenix arizona till two or three in the morning if I'd have snapped a picture of the name of the street, Bob, there you go. I would have saved myself a phenomenal. It's just such a wonderful tip, Casey. That's absolutely amazing. We have Jim in Richmond, Virginia. He's got something for us. Jim, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, guys, listen to you every week. Thank you. Um, 
I agree with that guy with about the truck driver saying about people going across the field and everything. Uh, what my pet peeve is, I don't understand why people who could, if they wanted to, they could easily be able to pull into a space in front of them, but they stop short of it, so they need to back out when it's easier to get out just by pulling out. I mean, I always look for a space where I'm able to just pull right out. Um, is there a reason? I mean, does that, it doesn't really – it's okay. They're parking fine, but I'm just wondering why do they make it harder on themselves to back out. Does that make sense? Yeah, Casey, what, what, what do you say to that one? Well, I'm like you. I, I actually back into most of the parking spaces that I, that I park in. I'm not if talking about backing in, Casey. I'm talking about just pulling into the next space in front of me. So, if that's I understand available. you, if there's two spaces, you move move through to the the next space, and now you're you're facing out when you that's want right. to exit. Is that right? Yeah, and I see so many people that just stop short of that and just pull right into the first space and and need to back out the next time when they could easily have pulled into the next space in front of them. That's my point. Yeah. Yeah, and, it, and it's not—it's not dissimilar to to uh, what I was saying about backing into all the spaces that I park in, or as many mm-hmm. as many as I can, because it is absolutely safer for you to be uh, nose out when you're exiting, so you can, mm-hmm. you know, look well, both anyway. ways and make sure that uh, yeah. you're safe. I'm just wondering yeah. why people want to make it more difficult. And I think, Jim, you make an excellent point, and a lot of people may not have just have not realized. Oh, that, I, that, I even ask some people sometimes. That, did you realize that you could have just pulled right in there, and you won't have to have a problem pulling out again? Yeah. I mean, did you leave a note? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you know, so long again. It, as long as there's two-way traffic flow allowed in the parking facility, you're in good shape to do that. I think. Oftentimes, <laughs> you'll see someone uh, in the wrong direction. They'll be nose out in a one-way or angled parking. So that when uh-huh. they exit, they're exiting against the flow of traffic. So I, I think you're, you're, you're on to it. That's a good idea. Uh, but it doesn't work for all instances, and it can actually um, create some challenges when you've got that one-way travel or that uh, those angled parking spaces. You well, be, I'm not talking about angled. I'm talking yeah, about perpendicular, straight, through, yeah. straight parallel parking. I mean, whatever. That's uh, a it great... It doesn't make sense to me. They just stop dead short of that spot. That's a great point. And they keep on... Could, 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 Going on another eight feet, and they're in the next. All right, and they would have been so much safer. That's that's so cool. God I bless you, Jim. It, yeah, I I, I I don't either. But hopefully, they're listening life. today, Jim, and to, tomorrow they'll go. Hey, that one in front of me is open, and it would be safer for me to pull out forward than it would be to back out because most people don't see things behind them. That's a great idea. God bless you, Jim. I appreciate you calling. Okay, thanks a lot. <laughs> that's. That's a huge point that you also made in 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 your manual, um, Casey. That you do back in whenever possible because the forward exit is is so much safer. Well, and and, and I think people probably don't do that as much because they don't have as much confidence in 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 backing. And there, the truth is, in some places you're not allowed to do that. It's, it's prohibited, but uh, it, it's definitely a safer way to go. Well, Casey, we got to go to another break, but we need to hear more pet peeves out there. Think of what we could learn from your idea. 866-348-7884. Give us a call. We're talking parking predicaments today on the Christian Car Guy Show. Stay tuned. I work in a bucket. Got lots of time for you. 
I just had to play it again, Bob, because he says that straight down the middle, plenty of room for your neighbor. He, he was struck by love at first park, Bob. <laughs> you, she was so considerate <laughs> thinking of him like that, wasn't she? If you want to see the whole video, it's definitely a hoot. Go to ChristianCarGuy.com, and there you can download this manual for teenage drive. But it's also, it's just like everything you ever wanted to know about parking. There's so many neat, easy-to-do tips, aren't there, Bob? You keep saying teen. I'm fully aware that I need some parking tips, and there's many, 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 many adults that could use a little, get a little polish from this. Uh, As I was looking through it, I was, you know, I'm not the greatest parker. My wife, she can just take a big suburban and put it right in the parking space. Just was it love at first park, Bob? (laughs) She's awesome. She's awesome, And and I've admitted it several times. And I drive pretty big trucks around the rollbacks and everything. And uh, but she is just so proficient at parking that suburban. And sometimes I have to take a stab or two at it to get it. Of course, I really want it in the middle. I want the same amount of space on the left as on the right. You know. It's, it's hard. It's, it's, but I'm, we have again, Casey Jones with us who has an, ex, an extensive background, probably more than any I've ever heard of in, in parking. So we're curious, what are the things that, that you wanted to make sure you got shared today, Casey, that people need to know about parking? Well, first and foremost, um, the parking industry has really changed and evolved and it used to just be about parking cars, but today it's about we're, we're a service organization. We're a service industry. Uh, and so along with that has come a lot of technology, uh, a, a new way of looking at, at parking. Parking is so incredibly important to our downtowns, our shopping centers, our universities, our hospitals. And for uh, so many years, it's really gone unnoticed. And that has created stress and stress for the people that rely on the parking facilities. Well, we don't look at it that way anymore um, through programs like this to help teenagers and, and others uh, park more safely and understand how, how they can play their part, um, but also the an introduction to technologies that, that make it just a much, much better experience. And why parking exists in the first place? Why do we have regulations? Why do we, we have parking signs? Why are there restrictions? Well, um, all of that comes into play uh, for, for making a better experience for, for all of us, and being able to talk about it uh, is just so wonderful. Yeah, and it, <laughs> another thing I did at the Christian Car Guy show, there's kind of a picture melody that I did of all these different people that got into parking predicaments and one of those, you'll see the fire hose going through the two windows of the car because he obviously parked right in front of a fire hydrant, and there was a fire. And that amazed me when I saw that because I actually saw it on a Chicago fire the other night. Somebody had parked in, right in front of the fire hydrants. They knocked out the passenger window, knocked out the driver's window, ran the hose right through the car, and got on putting out the fire. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and we don't realize, but what are what are some of the other signs that we, as <laughs> boneheaded drivers like myself, we, we don't pay attention to, Casey? Well, we, we don't think it matters. You know, we, we, uh, I think we can often think, oh, gosh, it doesn't really matter if I'm 
parking where I'm not supposed to or in a, in a disabled parking space next to a fire hydrant. Um, you know, we can think that doesn't matter. And, and sometimes, you know, we may, not, uh, we may not suffer any consequence for that, like a fire hose through the windows of our car. Um, but in other cases, it can really make a difference. Uh, my pet peeve, I guess I'll just share it, is um, people parking in disabled parking spaces. That that uh, that really um, gets on on my nerves, and you know it's uh, so important because we get we get uh, maybe a little uh, anxious to to reach our destination faster. Uh, we're just not considerate, and I think that that consideration that. Um, making sure that we think about uh, everyone else that's trying to ma- use the parking facilities. Um, we do that together. We can, we can find a space. We can always find a space. And, and if it means you know, walking a few more feet, that's not a big deal. But parking signs are out there for a reason. Most parking professionals like me who uh, are responsible for parking facilities do that really well. There's a science to it. Uh, and, you know, parkers, if, if they can work with us, and, and heed those signs and, and pay attention to them, uh, they can have a, a good experience and, and not get a parking ticket. That's, you know, really might surprise you to hear a parking guy wanting uh, there to be fewer or no parking citations. Yeah, but that's, yeah. that's absolutely true. And as somebody that was in a wheelchair for a couple of years, as I mentioned, due to <laughs> being struck by a car that was going really slow, uh, I have to tell you that it's a huge deal when you park in a handicapped place, but I'll tell you what's even a bigger deal, okay? And you may not think about this, but when you go into, and I I know this doesn't have to do with cars, but Bob, it has to be said. When you go into a restroom and there's three different stalls and one of those stalls is for a handicapped person, you have no idea if you're in a wheelchair and you've got to get into that handicapped stall, you can't go in the other one. And so you're in a tight spot, you got to go to the bathroom and somebody who doesn't need that handicap stall when there's 45 of them open there is in that stall, I understand it's wider and it may have a sink in there for you. <laughs> but, man, if you're in a wheelchair, that stall is for you, and it's just, it, you know, that's in a critical spot. But it, it's the same way as far as parking, Casey. I'm sorry, I had to throw that in for folks out there with disabilities. It's just a different kind of parking, and you're absolutely right. There's a lot of courtesy that can go along long way and you know the civility that uh, we need to bring to the parking world the parking facilities the parking lots all of that uh, we've talked about stress and we can really reduce that stress by uh, thinking about everyone else that's in that parking facility following the signs and rules and uh, it just makes a better more pleasant experience all the way around and another thing that you had in your in your book that I wanted to bring out that's really helpful to me. I never realized it. It showed all the different color codings that's on the curbs that tell you something different. Did you know that, Bob? I, I didn't until I read that. <laughs> that Well, of course, I kind of knew the blue was for handicap, but I didn't realize that, that red meant that you don't stop here and the yellow is, is that's a loading zone. Am I right, uh, Casey? You're absolutely right. You know, and, and, um, many parking facilities do this really well, uh, but the and and some aren't as sophisticated. Uh, but paying attention to the signs, just giving a little extra thought. Okay, what am, what what does the environment look like here? Is there a, a fire hydrant? Uh, just being a little bit more aware can go a long way. And 
and you know if there is an emergency uh, for example then uh, you know you won't be parked in such a way to make it more difficult for those first responders to to do their work and you might avoid the fire hose through your window <laughs> exactly i i'm i've just got to speak up right here not many people have ever experienced uh total chaos but we have a park you know our old parking lot was just a dirt parking lot it was an old you know the whole facility before we burnt down and rebuilt it was just no lines on the ground and and you know, you just had to just really, we had to hire somebody to stay out in the parking lot because people would drive through the gate, turn the car off 10 feet inside the gate and go out in the yard, <laughs> you know, and just complete chaos. So the parking uh, lines and signs and everything is just so, so, so necessary because people would just drive in, turn their car off, Get their car crushed <laughs> by accident. <laughs> Park well, in the wrong well, space. Well, Casey, or since we have the, the guru on, I'm interested. Is <laughs> is there some technology coming forward that w- that would be cool to tell us about that would that's really going to help in situations like that? Absolutely, and I'm I'm glad you asked, uh, and especially for young drivers. But gosh, everyone that has a smartphone, you know, you think about the things that that give you stress in, in parking. Number one is finding your parking space. Number two is making payment, if, if that's uh, the kind of environment that you're in. And number three is really avoiding a, a parking ticket. So there's technology out there right now um, that's available to, you know, to everyone um, that you can locate parking easily right on a map. Um, it, it'll direct you right to it. And then oftentimes um, it'll show you whether or not that parking space is, is open. Um, that comes with sensors that are located in the in the ground. Um, you can make payment right there. No more digging uh, in in the seat uh, of your car to find change. You might mm-hmm. be able to pay with your phone, or you might be able to use a credit card uh, at the parking meter. And then if you're you're on your your uh, your date, uh, or you're at a show, or you're working out, and you're just having a great time, you might even get a text message that says. Hey, your your parking session is about to expire. Um, would you like to purchase more time? So all of that technology is is out there and available, and it's really meant to make that parking experience uh, much more convenient and easy for the parking public. And when we do that, uh, whatever that destination is, uh, whatever um, took you to that parking space in the first place, you'll enjoy it way more, and you won't get a ticket, you won't be stressed out, and, and that technology is all available right now to, to the parking public. And which, by the way, those resources, if you go to christiancarguy.com, there is a website, parking.org, parking.org, uh, which we have that linked there, that whole manual on, that you can download. And what, what I find fascinating, Casey, is the amount of free resources that you guys are really putting it out there where people just get it. That's what we do. You know, our mission is to um, to uh, improve the parking profession, uh, and when we do that, then we can help the parking public. Uh, we talked earlier about people don't think about parking, but there's a profession out there. There are parking people like me who are trying to make uh, communities better by uh, offering parking in a in a smarter way, and that matters to 
you know, the shopping center and downtown and university and the restaurants and, and all of that. So that's what we're about. Well, God bless you, Casey. We are just so delighted to have you on with us today. And just getting it all done, was there anything we left out that we need to make sure we get covered? You know, uh, it really boils down to parking matters. Um, all of us. We, we, we drive our cars, we're going places, um, and uh, if we are able to work with the parking public to make that experience a, a, a more positive and better one, um, then we've We've done good work, and, and people will be on their way to, to do whatever NASCAR, uh, you know, uh, hospital appointment, all of that. Yeah. Uh, and it'll be better. <laughs> and we have Jim in Greensboro. We better get him on. He's got a question for us. We better. He's got a comment, actually. Jim, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I, I really appreciate the, the work that you and others do on the radio station. Um. This is a tremendous thing that you're doing today, talking about parking. And my wife and I are guilty of uh, traveling across uh, the grids like that. You know, when you're in the parking uh, lot and it's open space, uh, we've done it. Uh, I have to, but not at very fast space. So I'm guilty of it. Uh, and we shouldn't do it, and so I appreciate uh, what, what has been said. Now, Bob said something that I wanted to talk about, and that is when you park, when, when one parks center in the car as opposed to parking too close to the to the line. Right. Uh, I think people really ought to be considering parking center. And when they open the door, uh, grab the handle as opposed to bringing the door open so it will hit the next car. Amen. Hey, oh, my pet peeve. I, I just hate to see that. Whether it's my car beside of theirs or not, some people just fling that door open and wham right into the next one and and I just I really hate to see that. That's one of the most inconsiderate things in the world. Absolutely. It's a good thing Jerry now, wasn't on with us today cuz he kind of likes when that happens. <laughs> 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 He's our body shop guy, Jim. I'm sorry. I had to yeah, throw that's, this. Right, that's right. So it it, it hurts uh some people, the, the motorist, the car owner, but it helps the other, you know, the body shop. But but nevertheless, oh, I'm wondering, huh? You're wondering. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm wondering whether or not someone could uh, get it put into the driver's manual, encouraging people to be more considerate uh, when they park in the parking space. You know, there's an area, a section about parking, how to park, etc. And Jim, you, you bring up a great point. But I, since we have Casey on the phone, let me just put in a because when people are buying parking lot space and they're paving and all that stuff, one of the big considerations is how much space you get. Well, mm -hmm. by getting those spaces too close, you hurt other people's cars. But if they right. would allow more space, Casey, what can we do to, to lobby for more space in parking lots? Yeah, there, there's a science behind it, you know, and it really depends on the kind of uh, parking facility and the parkers that you have. So there, there's absolutely a right way to do it. Um, there's not a universal size because, um, you know, just the differences in, in kind of parkers. Oh, wow. You should we, have a, a, a wider parking space for... We ran out of time, Casey, but All God right. bless you. I appreciate you being on with us so much, Jim. What a great question. What a great comment. And when we come back, we got to get to our appraisal by the Real Black Book, so stay tuned. We do have some more Christian Car Guy Show coming at you.
So, on our appraisal by the real black book today, I was going, what is your backup plan? Where do you park when it comes to your faith? (laughs) So, along these whole lines of parking, you know, it's our appraisal by the real black book where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment. And, And fortunately, Bob, God provided us with this parking manual. And it comes in black leather. <laughs> but I have to tell you, sometimes I, I, I get to where I'm looking for a big solution. I got all this stuff coming at me, and I begin to pray, and I'm, and I'm calling out for Jesus. Lord, I need you. Jesus, come. Come, Jesus. And I listen carefully, and all I hear is crickets. <laughs> and I'm praying, come, Jesus. Lord, I need you right now. Have you ever heard that, Bob? And you're hearing crickets, and I'm and I'm praying hard, and I'm thinking, and and I'm like, Lord, I I I need you. And sometimes, like last week, He shows up, and 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 other times, I'm not hearing, I'm not hearing, I'm not hearing. Have you ever had that happen? I have, um, more than once, and just sometimes it it just feels like you. You're just wondering. You're lost. Uh, you're waiting on an instant answer. We want instant gratification. Now, how many times, think about this, Bob, how many times when you're in that predicament where you've prayed and prayed and all you hear is crickets and all you hear is crickets, <laughs> and then all of a sudden that still small voice says, I'm right here with you. That's all he says. <laughs> I'm right here with you. And there's... All of a sudden you go, oh, wait a minute. That's all there is to it. John 15, right? I'm the vine. You're the, he who abides, if you'll just abide in him, right? I want it to be easy. He's going to give me a solution. The cool thing, Bob, is what he wants is me to walk with him. What he wants is for me to abide in him. He want, it, we're going to work this out day by day, minute by minute. We're not going to give you the <laughs> big picture solution. We got to walk through this thing, and we're going to walk together. Do you ever find yourself trying to lead instead of follow? (laughs) (laughs) Guilty. (laughs) I'm guilty. But see, you get the idea of parking? It's if you'll just park right there. If you just abide in him and you walk with him, then sometimes, and and Paul said it so much, much, much better than I could ever say it, because you know, you can hear from this in, in, in Corinthians where Paul was clearly parking with Jesus. (laughs) Here he says, three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I'll not boast all the more gladly in my weaknesses so that Christ's power can rest on me. Can you see what's happening? Paul is saying he was like, he was doing the same thing. He was praying and praying and it was crickets. <laughs> and Jesus, no, I'm right here with you. I'm right here with you. And I know you you're looking for something bigger, but it right this minute, you and I we're going to walk through this thing. At least when you hear crickets, you know you got a snack available. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you know about slow missionary homes, you know, then they will fry up your crickets and and, and you begin to think about that thing. But you know, a backup plan it, 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 you you may have heard of a backup plan. And again, we, we talk about this. In fact, I just did a minute feature that's going to play across all these networks. That's what's your backup plan, which is 
look before you back up. That's your backup plan. Well, my backup plan in the faith is, Lord, let me just get back to you. Let me just get back to abiding right there, walking with you right this minute. And think about how many times that was sufficient, and that was more than I needed. Because that grace, it covers the whole thing, doesn't it, Bob? The whole total package right there. I think about when the fire happened. That I didn't have to wait. That day, I did not have to wait. I didn't have time to pray about it really quick. He just grabbed me right then in the moment and carried me through it all. That's, that's a, a phenomenal story. Again, we thank you all for listening. We thank you so much for the calls today and your thoughts on parking. We thank you, Casey, for being with us. And, of course, our good friend Bob from 109 You Pull It. Always, if you if you got that medal, you need to get, get it gone. You know where to go. Bob at 109 You Pull It. Remember, you can find all this stuff at ChristianCarGuy.com. Listen to the podcast. If you didn't get to hear all the show, find out about the Jesus Labor Love Free Car Repair for Single Moms and Widows. Remember, remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. And how about your backup plan this week? Abide in him. It'll all work out.